coming up on Pass the Secret Sauce. So one of it is, is group accountability. That's why we do the group the group programs. Uh, the other is you have to have a good why. If you don't have a why, which is why am I doing this? Why why do I even want to accomplish this? Then that stick stick to itiveness, is that what you said? I yeah. haven't heard that before, <laughs> but stick to itiveness, I love that word. Uh, it, it can go away. But if you have a strong why, then it it can stick with you because you can always dig down and find that why. And we have an exercise on whys as well. Uh, and uh, just for example, um, I wanted to get in shape. I was way overweight, probably 40, 50 pounds overweight. And, and I already had a couple heart issues. And, and um, it's always said, that, yeah, I'm gonna get in shape again. Yeah, I'm gonna get in shape again. And then all of a sudden um, we we're gonna have a grandbaby. And I was like, oh, wow. I can either be the fat grandpa that can't get off the couch or doesn't want to get off the couch to play with the screen kids, or I can be the one throwing them around, beating them up, and chasing them all around. And I decided I wanted to be the latter. So I got off my butt and I started working out. Welcome to the show. I'm Matt Shields. On Pass the Secret Sauce, we unscramble the life stories, skills, and secrets from the most wicked smart minds and interesting people to uncover their experience and recipes for success that will help you get an edge on your own life. My goal is to help you rein in on the chaos that life throws at us by learning from other high achievers. If you're new to the show, we have episodes with founders, CEOs, investors, and leaders. So if you like to learn and are motivated to improve your life, then kick back and listen to our guests pass their secret sauce. My name is Marty Elberg, and I am a bucket list coach. We always had family dinners. My dad usually cooked. My mom worked a little bit later. Later, uh, She got home a little later, and my dad was his own boss. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was very quiet because the news was always on. It was always ah. right at six o'clock and the six o'clock news was on. I grew up in Iowa on a farm. So you're, you're calling from Ohio. So you may have yep. an idea of that yep. six o'clock <laughs> dinner time every day. Uh, meat and potatoes, almost every meal. Yeah. Some other vegetables, depending on what was in the, in the uh, garden. What, what were some of the conversations? What were some of the topics that you guys would, would talk about? I mean, I know you said that it was pretty quiet. Everybody glued it to was, whatever the it news. It was literally shut up. I'm listening to the news. That was my dad. <laughs> that was my dad. There was no, no real conversation other than if my mom wanted to ask something, perhaps that would happen. Um, but, you know, usually it was, if we did have a conversation, it was about school or one of the many activities that we were doing. We were yeah. involved in, my brother yeah. and I. So, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And, and so, I mean, you're, you're a bucket list coach, right? So I feel like most people, you'll go through their whole life sort of saying, you know, I, I've got this stuff on my bucket list and they never do it. Uh, and then you have your, the people that have goals and aspirations to, you know, even just start their own company. Right. So you've kind of, you know, you've kind of combined both of them, you know, two things that a lot of people say they're going to do or want to do, and they never accomplish that. Do you, do you feel like there's anything in your upbringing that, you know, sort of propelled you toward 
wanting to go out and, you know, achieve whatever it is that you put your mind to? Well, you know, and, and if, again, I, I don't mean to speak harshly of my dad. He was awesome. Yeah. But he was, he was a stern, like raw, raw kind of guy. You know, he said what he said and that's, that's what was, that, that, that was the rule. Mm-hmm. Whatever he said went. But he left a corporate job because he was tired of bouncing around uh, all the different towns. He used to manage a, a, a meat processing plant. It was a grain facility for the processing plant. And they would bounce him around across the country. And he, we started, uh, I think my brother must have been in elementary school. <clears throat> and I was just starting school. And they were going to send us off to another place. And he said, no, I'm, I'm done. Uh, I'm 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 going to start my own business. So he became an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. He was a carpenter. Um, so he did, did great carpentry work. And so that, that was one of the, the things that, that really got to me when I figured out that I actually take after my dad, mm-hmm. maybe more than my mom, because I started my own business. You know, I've, I've mm-hmm. been my own boss for 15 years as an attorney. And then I started this bucket list journey about four years ago. Um, and and I, I would have to attribute a lot of the bucket list stuff to my mom. She mm-hmm. always encouraged me, go live your life, go do what you want to do. Don't do what anybody expects you to do. Um, just be happy. And, and I got that from my mom, but I also got the entrepreneurial side, I believe from my dad. My mom had the same job for 35 years working for the state. She taught nurses across the state so if you go to any hospital in iowa mm-hmm. she probably taught wow. a nurse or two or three on the floor yeah very <laughs> so, cool very cool yeah. I, i've got to ask are you a, an avid news watcher yourself as well like uh, your news dad? watcher Absolutely yeah not. <laughs> no. no 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 i i, I used to watch <laughs> it uh and i and i was starting to get a little bit too heavily yeah. invested and involved in politics and uh <laughs> funny story i was yelling at the tv about 10 years ago and my wife said that that's enough you, oh, yeah. you, you just can't you, you, you're done and, <laughs> and i you're right this is ridiculous I, you know if i'm not going to run for an office i'm just going to stop watching the news i'll still hear about it mm-hmm. there's no escaping it social media friends my wife you know she's always watching things but she doesn't yell at the tv like i (laughs) (laughs) so i stopped watching the news i stopped watching politics i stopped watching the news and then um come to find out there's a lot of people that actually suggest you shouldn't Mm -hmm. watch the news yeah and and i I follow that as well i I am one of them as well yes (laughs) teach people not to watch the news i love and why is that why 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 do you actually you incorporate that into your teachings i'm curious (laughs) We're bombarded with so much negativity all day long from our own brains, mm-hmm. because we do, we wake up and we say, oh, I can't do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. That's just because how our, that's how our brains are, are mostly programmed. We have to reprogram them every day. So when you wake up and you read the daily news, it's 90% negative. Now, if you jump to the good stuff, you have to sift through a whole bunch of bad stuff to get there. But if you watch the news on TV, they're going to bombard you with negativity maybe until the last three minutes, if you can even stand it. So to be positive, you have to have some positivity. 
and and eliminate as much negativity as you can. And you've all you've all heard it. If it if it bleeds, it leads. Mm-hmm. And that's what they go for. So yeah, yeah. Couldn't couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Um. So so, talk about your journey. Did you start out, um, wanting to be a bucket list coach? Was that you know kind of what you what you put your you know, put your, uh, your foot in the water and said, this is what I'm going to do. Or was there something, you know, something else that, that came before that, that kind of led into I don't that. Think it really, I don't think it really existed until about four years ago, a guy named Travis Bell, the bucket list guy traveled around, was traveling around the world doing keynote speeches. And, um, he met Brad sugars, who is the owner of action coach, business coaching, the largest business coaching company in the world. And he said, well, why don't you put a coaching program together Brett or and Trump said really okay <laughs> so he did and I was one of the first coaches that he that he recruited um since then we've kind of not parted ways uh in a bad way um but just he's kind of doing his way I'm doing my way and and that's fantastic you know I still talk to him and and we get along perfectly so I, I give him a lot of credit for everything that I teach but I teach a bit different than he does mm-hmm. Um, coach. Um, but as far as growing up to want to do it, no, 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 I don't think so. But I did go to college as a recreation major. Okay. So, you know, it, it's, it's, everybody kind of laughs recreation, haha. <laughs> but it, it, it's a man, it's a really a management degree where you're programming and, and doing things that recreate people, you know, that's, that's mm-hmm. recreation is recreate yourself. It's, it's um, take your weekend off, make sure you're doing a lot of physical activity or something that you enjoy doing. So I actually went to college for that. So I, I guess in a way, yeah, I, I always wanted to be a bucket list coach. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of went away like everybody else's dreams and aspirations. Exactly. And, and how, did, fun. how did you how did you get back to that? Right. Like, you know, how did you how did you kind of come full circle back around to, um, you know, getting back into that enjoyment because i think a lot of people you know they they'll start their businesses they start their companies based on you know their their um their past history their experiences um you know maybe they have some resources available to them you know in that specific category but maybe they're absolutely miserable right so you know i i mean it sounds to me like being a bucket list coach would be pretty freaking amazing right you know being able to you know, it probably experience a lot of these things yourselves, but, you know, help make sure other people are experiencing those things as well. How, how did you, how did you, I guess, have that, have that, that thought that this is what I'm going to go in and do? Epiphany, I guess. Yes, exactly. Well, it, it was, it, so I, I really lived my life, like my mom had hoped I would. I, I, I've traveled around, I've lived in lots of different cities across the United States. I've lived in, in Europe, did a study abroad program stayed with some relatives in Norway for a couple of weeks at a time, friends in Paris or not Paris, uh, Lyon for a week. So I've, I've done a lot of that. And then I, I, you know, came back to reality and got married and got a divorce and went to law school because of my divorce and started my law practice because of all that. And I, I was still living my life. So I, I, it's not that I was completely miserable but I was struggling when I moved to Florida. So I was, had my law practice in Iowa, then I moved to Florida and that was nine years, a little over nine years ago now. And it's not the same. Starting a law practice in Iowa, a tiny little town, 3000 people, I literally put a sign on the 
the window and the, the, the building and people came in. That's it. I golfed. I knew people and they just started coming in. Moved to Florida. There are a few more attorneys than there were in Iowa. We had three in our little town. <laughs> so uh, I, I was struggling, struggling, struggling and, and finally realized I needed somebody to help me. And that's when I hired my coach. So I hired my my action coach. That's how I met, you know, Brad Sugars and, and Juan Ortega. He's my my business coach. Um, had been for eight years now. So seven, seven and a half years, I guess. And um, went to a business conference four years ago, a little over four years ago. And that's when I met Trav Bell. Um, he gave a, a keynote and um, had us do an exercise that I have people do. Uh, he's like, okay, who has a bucket list? You know, raise your hand. About half the raise their hands. All right, who has it written down? And then it was about 5% of the people that actually raised their hand, raised their hand, that had it written down. How many people are working on something that's an item that's on your bucket list? And half the hands went down from that. So he's like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Here's all the categories. Pick one. Okay, great. He's like, okay, take action on it right now. You have 10 minutes to do something on that list right now. If not now, when? Someday may never come. You know, someday, well, you know, someday's not a day of the week. So when are you going to do it? You're going to do it right now. So right then, I've been putting this trip off to Club Med. Always wanted to go to Club Med, really since I was in college. I heard about it because part of recreation. It's like, that would be fantastic to work there. Um, friend had mentioned it. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to take a week and a half off of work. I was really busy and miserable at work because I was doing a lot of divorces. And uh, it's like, all right, we're going to do this. So I sent my wife a text. They said, we're going to go in Club Med. And looked at the tickets and said, here we go, book it. And we did. And it was a fantastic vacation, like one of, one of my best vacations ever. And just because of that moment, I did that. And, and, and since and how, then, I'm like, I'm teaching this to people. I, I, I'm, I'm going to do this. I, I'm curious, how long from that point when you when you said we're going to do this till the time when you went on the trip? Five months. Months, it okay. was it was it was planned. My friends were going at the end of July. I believe this was in like February, March. The, Got it. I was at the conference, so it was yeah, yep. plenty of time to plan it. Yep, and, yep. and we could afford it. You know, we were at that level of income that you know I could afford trips. I just didn't know that I could afford to take that much time off or, or want to take that much time off. So that that's that's really what I'm looking at. Yeah, and and when you so. Walk us through, I guess, the the coaching process when you when you are coaching someone to, um, you know, start thinking about the the their bucket list. Um, you know, what what is that? What does that start out like? Is it the exact same thing where you you know you you think about these different categories and you write down what you want to do? I mean, is that is that how you basically get things started? Is that yeah? And and it's group. It's group coaching. So it's it's really a lot of. Um, collaboration, a lot of accountability within the group. I don't do individual coaching, but yeah, it's it, the, the first thing to get people to realize is tomorrow's not promised. And, and we've got an exercise to do that. And it just really brings to, to light how much of your time you've used. So I've got a graph of 80 years and 
life expectancy, average life expectancy for men is like 79, 82 for women. So we just do 80. It's just easier visual and scribble off all the years you've been alive. And for a lot of us in our 50s, some in the 60s, uh, they say, oh, wow, yeah, you're right. And, and the line of work I'm in, estate planning and probate, I see people die of all ages. So death is death is abundant. It's it's you're not going to escape it. Uh, I often say um, uh, the only guarantees in life are death and taxes. And I know there are a lot of people that don't pay their taxes. So let's just go with death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I, I heard uh, I heard an interesting, um, I guess, mindset a, a couple of days ago actually where they were talking about sort of the same thing, like recognizing how much longer you have left. And they were specifically talking about, um, uh, you know, visiting your parents, right? So everyone thinks, you know, my parents have always been there, you know, there are, of course, they, they don't normally think that, you know, they're going to pass away, but, you know, kind of going through that exact same analogy. And if you're not, you know, if you're not right next door to your, your parents, you know, it's, it's not how many years you have left with your parents. It's how much more, how many more times do you have left with your parents? Like if you have to travel to go see your parents, maybe you do that once a year and they're going to live 12 more years. You have 12 more times with your parents, right? So it's, it's a really, really powerful way to, to think about, you know, what, you know, time is fleeting and it's, it's not always going to be there. So, um, so yeah, it's, it, it's interesting when you, when you kind of reframe things in that, you know, in that mindset or in that yep. light. Um, so, so talk about some of the, um, you know, the, you know, what, what are some of the successes that you've had, you know, with, with some of your clients? Like, you know, I'm sure that you probably have people that are, you know, coming in and they're, you know, all strung out, stressed out, they're, you know, worried about everything. And then, you know, they get into this process and does it, does it get lighter? Talk, talk about a little bit of that, that transformation, yeah, what, that, yeah. what that looks so, like. Another one of the things that people need to realize is we all have the same amount of time. So we talk about, okay, why do we need to do it now? And, and I don't have time to do all this. I don't have time to do that. I don't have time to do that. So we, we really talk about time and how much time we all have. So we kind of break that down. Then uh, it's, it's breaking it down into the different categories. So yeah, people are stressed out or they just don't think they have time to have a bucket list or do the bucket list or do the things they have on their bucket list that are in their mind. They haven't written it down yet. So just teaching all of these little tricks of actually getting things accomplished is, is one thing. And what happens is that they end up transferring it into their job. And now they're using some of the same tools to work on their job as they are on their own lives. So we find that they're, they're working on their personal goals, their professional, um, their financial, and their community goals. Right? Community is one of the most important things. And most of the stressed out people are isolated. And most of the stressed out, isolated people I know are attorneys. They have contact with their clients. They have contact with judges. They have contact with their clients. And they probably don't like 90% of all of those groups that I just, <laughs> all of the yeah. people in the groups that I just mentioned. Uh, they, they might have a family, but they're working long hours. They've got the financial success that they're looking for, but they're just saying, wow, I, there's something missing. What's missing in my life? And 
that's what we help with is just pointing out so many different categories. I've got a bucket list roadmap, 12 to, or 10 different categories that really spark people's imagination on what they're missing. Uh, I can't tell you what your purpose is in life. And, and I, I don't even really like starting with purpose because purpose is such a huge conceptual, um, well, it's a huge conceptual word. It's a huge conceptual idea. What is purpose? Well, purpose is the meaning of life. What's the meaning of life? Well, I don't know. Okay, let's just start with happiness. What makes you happy? Mm -hmm. And then we'll build from there because everybody can think of something that helps them, helps them get happy, but happy is fleeting, right? I can be happy about uh, my brand new phone, but as soon as I'm, you know, I'm used to it, I'm not really happy about it anymore. Now it's just a, it's a tool, right? Mm -hmm. So happiness is fleeting. Uh, then we get on a deeper level, maybe we go to satisfaction. So what satisfies me in life? What, what gives me better, more satisfaction than I had or new satisfaction? What if I didn't even know I liked to dance? And, and you know, one of my categories leads into express yourself. Maybe it's dancing, maybe it's um, uh, pottery or, or painting, something you used to do when you were a kid. Or something you just always wanted to do and just never did. And people told you that was dumb. Why waste your time doing that? Maybe that's what's going to give you some satisfaction. That might lead to that deeper purpose. And, and as you're going through these, these different categories, these different stages, is it, is it sort of like, I, I kind of got the feeling like, I, I, I don't know, if, I don't know if I want to say like it's a checkoff list, but, but um you know, you, 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 you approach it from a high level. And, and once you have achieved that, it's sort of like check off. Now I go to the next level, or is it, is it sort of like all of these things sort of add up into um, defining and filtering, you know, what should be on your bucket list based on, you know, sort of your interests over here. Is that yeah, is kind that of the latter? Yeah. the latter. Okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll just read off the, the, the list. Okay, so it's it's build relationships, it's unplugged, community, crazy kid stuff, exercise and challenges, travel and adventure, uh, leave a legacy, insecurities and fear, start, stop, do more, and toys, treasures, and timber. Now we can fit a whole bunch of different ideas into each one of those categories, um, especially when we break them down and really talk about what they mean. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say I work on two to three items a day, or you know, maybe maybe two to three a week. Um, I'm, I'm learning Spanish, so I do Duolingo every day. Mm -hmm. uh, I just got back from a trip to Nashville where we toured three bourbon distilleries, which was on my bucket list to do for a couple of years. And we got that ticked off. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, working on a couple of different ones at a time. I, I'm in the probably the best physical shape I've been in at least since my 20s, at least since I was uh, in the army and played rugby and, and at college and that, you know, that era. And I'm 54 now. Uh, I, I've never been able to, if we're going to numbers, I guess, never been able to bench over 200 pounds. Yeah, way too, well, now I weigh 230, 240, depending on the day. Um, but I, I do 225 now. And that was an amazing bucket list challenge that I, I, I wasn't even looking at that number. 
I was just looking for get into good physical condition. And then I just transitioned to this whole, all right, let's just do weights for a year and see what happens. And I did, and, it, and it's just been fantastic. So you start incorporating and layering more and more of these different categories. And you're, I'm, I'm shocked at all the things that I've done in the last four years. Hey, it's Matt. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know that I've connected with hundreds of extremely successful entrepreneurs. We've interviewed multimillionaires, a few billionaires, top marketers, technologists, brokers, and so, so many more. Many of our guests have even landed on the Fortune 5000 or even the 500 list on at least one occasion. These people are doers, and these are the type of leaders that you want to be connected with and learn from. This whole thing started because I know that the fastest way to success was following others who have done what I'm looking to do first. We created Pass the Secret Sauce so that we could get our own business questions answered and that we could get access to the best minds in business. You see, entrepreneurs are my people, and I truly enjoy connecting with and learning from other successful business owners, and I wanted you, my listeners, to be the first to know about something new coming out. We're calling this 99 Entrepreneur Strong, and it's a community of like-minded business owners just like you who want to learn from and connect with other business owners to create generational wealth together. 99 Entrepreneur Strong is a community of individuals just like you who want to strengthen their business, learn what techniques are generating revenue for other business owners, and perhaps even collaborating on future projects and products. The goal is to get your business growing so that you can begin creating generational wealth. As you probably know by now, we invest in large multifamily opportunities, and we want to help our network of entrepreneurs be able to do the same. Some of my best friends are business owners, and it's so much fun being able to create opportunities and grow together. With 99 Entrepreneur Strong, you'll be able to network with people from all sections of industry, from investors looking to deploy capital to new opportunities, project managers looking for investors, marketing experts, contractors, mindset gurus, manufacturers, and so, so much more. I've been at this entrepreneur role for a while, and I know it takes a community to make just one business work. And the 99 Entrepreneur Strong community is my attempt to shorten your learning curve to get you plugged in to leading experts that you need fast. All this so that you can generate the capital to invest in other passive income opportunities, such as multifamily. Unlike other groups, 99 Entrepreneur Strong is a private organization that you have to apply for. Once you're approved in the group, we will match you with other entrepreneurs who we feel you will connect with. We hold monthly mastermind sessions where members will present their business story what they need, and what they may be struggling with. And the group will offer suggestions, resources, or solve the business problems together. We also will hold other framework sessions throughout the month where other 99 Entrepreneur Strong members will present what they are currently doing in their own companies. Every session will be recorded and added to the library so you will have access to these resources whenever you need them. When you grow your business with scale, you can also impact other areas that are important to you. 
With the 99 Entrepreneur Strong Project, combined with our portfolio of multifamily assets and network of other entrepreneurs, our personal impact project is to eradicate the euthanasia of dogs. It's a lofty goal, but I know we can have huge impacts when we join together. So by applying to be a member of 99 Entrepreneur Strong, you'll learn how to make your business grow with tactical advice. You'll network and personally partner with other extremely successful individuals. You'll learn about other generational wealth building opportunities. And perhaps the biggest impact is that you'll help eradicate dog euthanasia. With that, I look forward to meeting you, learning from you, and helping you grow. To learn more, go to 99entrepreneurstrong.com where I used to be, everybody used to say, oh my gosh, I can't believe how much you've done. Prior to the four years, they would say that. Now they're like, what's next? What are you doing next? Yeah. Like, well, jump in my course. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And do you find that a lot of people struggle? Obviously, I'm sure that probably one of the one of the the main excuses we'll say is that I don't have time, right? So how do you, how do you, how do you show people that there is actually time? You know, again, you were a busy, busy attorney and, and you had different cases going on and all of that. And, you know, I'm sure that there's a lot of, you know, a lot of work, a lot of, you know, research, all of that, that you're doing with that. So how do you, how do you go from having a busy schedule to being able to incorporate these other things uh, in your life? Is there, is there yeah, a process yeah, or a step? I love that question because I, I brought it up earlier. So one of my, first little programs. It's a, a little master class, and it's uh, the no time bucket list plan for busy professionals and how to accomplish your biggest dreams in just six minutes a day using the goal formula. And I use six minutes because I'm an attorney. And if you're familiar with how most attorneys bill, it's on either six or 15 minute increments. Some of them do 10 minutes, but usually six or 15. Six is because it's one tenth of an hour. And they can find pretty much anything to do in six minutes. Mm -hmm. So six minutes is all it takes to start. Now your workout's probably going to be more than six minutes after you get used to it. Uh, but my Duolingo is still usually right about six minutes a day. Okay. Um, and we get to know each other a little better. Maybe I'll tell you where I do my Duolingo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think that was a good hint. <laughs> uh, so, and, and then my workouts were, were much shorter and then I increased the time and then they got a little too long. Now I've chopped it down to about a half hour to 45 minutes and, and it's more of a maintenance plan than it was the growth plan. Um, so starting off with six minutes, you know, uh, I was training for a 5k because I was doing a bucket list program and a, and a couple of bucket listers that were in my program said they wanted to do a 5k and I said, that's super, have fun. They said, you don't want to do it? I'm like, no, not a runner. <laughs> and then about two days later, of course, my bucket list coach mentality set in. And I, I just signed up for a race. I sent them the link. I said, all right, I'm in. And uh, I started with um, running. Uh, I think I did maybe a tenth of a mile. I didn't even think I did a quarter mile, maybe a quarter mile on the treadmill. Not very fast at all. And it, you know, it's probably six minutes uh, for a mm -hmm. quarter of a mile. Mm -hmm. And when most people that run, run, you know, eight to 10 minute miles when they do the, the distance races. So that was literally six minutes. So you think about it. And then the next week I upped it to like a half a mile, then a 0.75 miles, then a mile. 
then a mile, I, I just kept increasing it week over week. Sometimes I hit a little rough spot where I couldn't go further. So I, yeah. I kept that distance for two weeks, but I had, I had a schedule and I said, okay, my 5k is here, but I had to have an endpoint to start, mm-hmm. you know, know your destination know your before yeah. you're going to go, know where you're going to go, know when you have to get your goal. So, you know, goal skills, you, know, you got to know how to set goals and what they are and all that good stuff, yeah. smart goals, yeah. you know. Yep. So, so is that how you would approach a lot of things is, you know, know where the end is and then essentially reverse engineer, like, you know, I've got to, I've got to be able to run three miles by, you know, three months from now. So, you know, I need to, by, by the end of the first month, I need to be able to run a mile and end of the yep. second month. That's you know, exactly what I did. Exactly yeah. what I did. And, and it's, it's really taking small steps. It, it, you say, Hey, let's go run a 5k tomorrow. <laughs> Have fun. I'll walk maybe. I don't even know if I want to walk three miles. Yeah. Most people would say that, right? Um, but if you say, okay, in three months, four months, and this is how we're going to do it, we're going to break it down into small, small chunks. You know, it's, it's the, like Darren Hardy's compound effect. I love that book because I love the, the, the way the methodology he, he teaches you how to achieve goals. And that really is like, I trained for the 5k. It's just, mm-hmm repeating it and adding a little bit over time. It's the, the Duolingo six minutes a day. It's the compound effect. It's, it's, it's not a massive amount. I'm not taking day long courses or hour long courses, but my Spanish now is so much better than it was almost a year ago that I, I started. You know, I took two years of Spanish in college. Uh, I don't remember any of it. Now I do. I remember uh, those cervezas por favor. All the important, yeah, all the important important things. things. Those are the (laughs) things I remember going into Duolingo. So yeah, and and this is not an ad to Duolingo. I'm not a, a, I don't get anything for it. Um, Maybe I should look into that. But there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Being an affiliate. Yeah. Um, When you when you 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 sort of use this this analogy with your phone, right? So. Um, you know, when you first get your new phone, it's brand new, I'm excited about it. And then after a while it, you know, sort of wears off. Right. So uh, I, I can imagine that this, you know, might be the same thing with, with, you know, having your bucket list as well, where, you know, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to train for the, the, the 5k and, you know, month goes by maybe where you're doing it, but then, you know, it starts to lose interest. Do you, do you have any secrets or any, um, advice on, stick to itiveness, making sure that you follow through with whatever the goal is or whatever it is that you set out to do? Yeah. So one of it is, is group accountability. That's why we do the group, the group programs. Uh, the other is have to have a good why. If you don't have a why, which is why am I doing this? Why, why do I even want to accomplish this? Then that stick, stick to itiveness. Is that what you said? I yeah. have heard that before, <laughs> but stick to itiveness. I love that word. Uh, it, it can go away, but if you have a strong why, then it, it can stick with you because you can always dig down and find that why. And we have an exercise on whys as well. Uh, and uh, just for example, um, I wanted to get in shape. I was way overweight, probably 40, 50 pounds overweight. And, and I already had a couple heart issues and, and, um, 
It's always said, that, yeah, I'm going to get in shape again. Yeah, I'm going to get in shape again. And then all of a sudden, um, we're going to have a grandbaby. And I was like, oh, wow. I can either be the fat grandpa that can't get off the couch or doesn't want to get off the couch to play with his grandkids, or I can be the one throwing them around, beating them up, chasing them all around. And I decided I wanted to be the latter. So I got off my butt and I started working out. Started with walking around the block, uh, just like the compound effect. Yeah, started with just walking down the block, walking with my wife, you know, walking a little bit here and there. And then um, started bike riding. So we interchanged bike rides with the walks and then did a, a 12 mile bike ride challenge. Then I did a 52 mile bike ride challenge. And then I started doing these 5Ks and just hasn't stopped. So my fitness journey has been three years. And everybody says, oh my God, you look amazing. I'm like, yeah, it's been three years of hard work, but I do. And I feel amazing. And, and that's really what it's about. And I feel amazing. And I get to go play with my grandkids. It's three now, uh, turning three next week or two weeks. Uh, and, and then another granddaughter that's, uh, you know, she's, she's oh, wow. In October, she'll be a year. So I get to run around with them. And I, and I don't have to be the fat grandpa. So. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. No, I love, fit grandpa, I, fit love grandpa, I love it. Grandpa, not the I love it. I love it. You made me think a minute ago when you were, when you were explaining your why, right? And, and I think a lot of people have those, those thoughts that sort of shoot through their head. And a lot of times that's all that they do. All that happens is just shoots through your head. But you actually you know, sort of recognize that and, and, and dwelled on, you know, I don't want to be the, the, the guy that can't keep up with their grandkid. Right. I want to be, you know, they're chasing. So mm -hmm. do you have, do you have any thoughts on being able to recognize those, you know, those shooting thoughts that, you know, maybe you might just be overlooking um, that you might not ever recognize any, any thoughts on being able to pick up on those things that, you know, maybe your subconscious is telling you or, or that, you know, you, you thought of over and over again, but you know, never really, you know, thought of doing anything with. Yeah, I, I think I follow you. Um, so the first thing, the first thing is write your goals down. If you don't write them down, then they're just a fleeting thought. That's it. That's all they are. So that's going to help with your stick to <laughs> There it is again. <laughs> is, is writing your goal down and writing it down every day. Maybe you're not gonna write your whole list down, but the goals you're working on today or working on for the next uh, quarter or the next six weeks, but whatever your time frame you wanna use, 90 days, uh, write those down every day. Write them down two times a day, write them down three times a day, write them down when you're having a breakdown. You know, write those goals down. And when you write the goal down, that's that's something you want to accomplish. You know, whether it's a fitness goal, a personal goal, uh, you know, if you want to learn how to dance, learn Spanish, whatever it is, whatever you're working on, um, and then yeah, ask yourself why do I want to do this? You know, my first thought when I wanted to get you know fit was I want to look good, I want to look better, I want to wear smaller jeans. I I, I don't want to struggle when I'm walking a half a block to go get lunch. I, I don't want to have any more heart issues. Yeah, those are all really good whys. But that was not the driving why that kept me going through hour and a half painful workouts and then being sore for three days. And it, it was really literally, I want to be the fit grandpa, period. Yeah. That, that was the deep why. 
now. So it, it, we have an exercise. It's the, if you heard of the five whys or six, some people even say seven. Uh, so your first answer, okay, why? Yeah, Second maybe. answer, why? And then we dig deeper. And, and it, it's more than just saying why, it's really digging at the, the first answer. And, and then when you get to that deep one, now it's not just a fleeting thought. The first one is, I want to look good. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, it, it was too much work. I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. I get that, which is what it was for you know, 10 years prior. I was like, yeah, you get in shape, whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah. How, how do you, how do you, um, I guess the best way that I can phrase this is how do you, how do you combat the shiny object? object syndrome, which I, I can imagine that, you know, having, having this list of different things that you want to do, you know, that could get to be pretty extensive and, and, you know, how do you prioritize? I mean, if, if you're the type of person, like I, I like to do, I like to try everything. I like to, you know, get out there and experience as much as I possibly can. And, and um, you know, same thing, same thing with me, obviously I have my career, I have the things that I'm doing and, you know, having enough time to be able to do everything you want to do, how do you, how, you, how do you prioritize those, those bucket list items to, to be able to say, okay, that's, that's the next one I'm going to do. Any, any thoughts there? Uh, yeah, it, it's the biggest why is the one you're going to do first, which is why fitness has been on, on the top of my list for mm -hmm. three years. Um, purchasing real estate has been on my list for a long time. We just closed yesterday on a three unit property. Ah, congratulations. So, yeah, that's, that's the start of our real estate empire. So our leave a legacy. So whether we get to empire or just enough units that we're, we're, we're producing um, passive income, you know, that's, that's fantastic. But I had to start somewhere. So that was a big one. That was a, that was a long-term goal. We've been looking for uh, two or three years. And then finally, just all the circumstances lined up and it's like, okay, we're, we're just going to do this. Not exactly what I was looking at, but it fit our needs at the time. And that's why we did it. So, um, but had I not even had that on the horizon, I might have just said, oh, well, I'll just go rent another place or yeah. whatever I was doing. Um, but it was, well, it's been on my list. It's, it's something I write down every day. Um, and and it's, it's there. Uh, it's just like, like when you, um, I don't know if that's exactly what, <laughs> what we were getting at but when you buy a white car mm -hmm. you see all the white cars that's yeah. like, oh my gosh i didn't know there were so many white cars it's because it's in the it's in the front of your mind you're, you're yeah. thinking about it because you just bought one it's the same thing when you write something down and that's how you can keep focused on the goal that you're working on and, and yeah you might get a new one like uh i get the the, the just for example the uh distillery distillery tour was not really at the top of my list but um i had some friends they're getting married in um at the end of the month and, and it was gonna go do a, a little whiskey tour then but my another friend uh, it was his birthday weekend last weekend and he said well it's my birthday weekend and we're doing this this and this i'm like all right i'll do that i'll cut my my trip short um, for the wedding and just go for the wedding in a day or day before day after instead of doing the whiskey tour then and it worked out so shiny object or um, having your goals written down so when an opportunity comes up 
you can say, yeah, I'm going to do that because it's written down and now I'm looking at it and I want to do it. Um, those are for the things that come along. So you can still have some shiny, uh, shiny object syndrome. It, yeah. it, it works just as long as you've got your goals written down. And the whiskey tour is not something I write down every day. It's just on my bucket list. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's written down on my bucket list of travel adventures. So that's, it's there. And I knew yeah. it was there and I opportunity came up and I snatched it. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And, and do you have like a, um, I guess a, a celebration, if you will, when you get to cross, you know, cross something off the list? I mean, is that part of it as well? You know, just having that, I guess that reward of being able to, you know, check something off at that point? Uh, it depends. It depends on what it is. You know, it, it, a lot of them are ongoing, but that one's, you know, it was, it was great. We celebrated yeah. while we were there, I guess. So yeah. I was just enjoying it enjoying getting home going, yeah, all right. I did that. That yeah. was good. That's cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Excellent. Marty, this is, uh, this is really, really interesting. If people wanted to learn more about you, the bucket list, uh, consulting, what would be the best way to, to reach out and get in touch or learn more? All right. If they are on Instagram, it's bucket list coach, or I think it's Marty Albert, bucket list coach, M-A-R-T-Y-E-L-B um, as in boy, E-R-G, um, bucket list coach. And as soon as you type in Marty Albert, it should pop up. Um, if you're on Facebook, same thing. Uh, otherwise, you can email me at marty at bucketlistcoach.club.club, not .com, bucketlistcoach.club. Very cool. And yeah, this uh, is you can DM me goal, G-O-A-L. Just DM me goal and I'll know exactly what it's for. And I'll ask you how you heard about me. And cool. I'll get you hooked up with the free uh, masterclass of the Bucketless Masterclass. Love it. Love it. Marty, this is really, really cool. And uh I I I can definitely see how incorporating this into your daily routines is going to, you know, make you a happier person, a more, you know, a more engaged person, right? Like, and you, you had your, your fitness challenge or your fitness goals, which that pretty well, I, I would imagine, uh, allows you to do pretty well, any of the other bucket list things you know, on your, on your list as well. So, um, so I, I can definitely see how this can be a great motivation for, for a lot of people to be able to do more than what they feel they can do today. So I Absolutely. love it. I can do it. They can do it. Love it. Love it. Thanks for listening. And remember, pass the secret sauce.